0: This Best of the Torch Report was recorded December 23rd, 2022. Please click like, subscribe, and enjoy. Good morning, Go- of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the frosted, fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves it the most, Luke Throop here, on another fine, fabulous, fantastic Friday morning, a frosty Friday morning. Friends, today's Torch Report 266, not, you know, are you on the naughty list? Did you make it? You know, the criteria for social acceptance continues to drift further toward insanity. We'll touch on that, but we won't dwell on it, friends, because ho, ho, oh. oh, oh Holy smokes! Did you catch it? Did you hear the news that Mrs. Claus called in from the North Pole for an interview with Canada's chief public health official, the despicable Doctor Teresa Tam? And Mrs. Claus, in her quaint Canadian accent, that she spelled out how Santa is making his naughty or nice list this year. Do you care to take a guess, children? Close your ears. Put a little video there in the link, friends. If you're listening on the podcast platform, you got to get all the goodies at thetorchreport.com, but you can watch Dr. Tam and the Canadian Dr. Fauci uh, go back and forth about how Santa's naughty list, now how not to be on the naughty list. I'd like to laugh, but it's kind of sad because Santa's making his list and he's checking it twice and he's trying to find out who's naughty or nice. And here's what he's looking for. Number one, Make sure you're up to date on all your boosters and get your flu shot. Even though children have no statistical risk of dying from COVID-19 and a much greater risk of dying from a clot shot or the death jab, if you do not get your jab and every single jab hereafter and forevermore, you will be relegated to the naughty list. The second thing you must do is wear a mask at all times and make sure that it is nice and snug. And do not forget to wash your hands to the tune of Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells bell, something really smells. Ah, man, my friends, you know, they say that we should think about masking up and getting our booster shots like decorating a Christmas tree. I'm not sure how they stretch the analogy there, but hey, think about the children. You know, we have been talking a lot about social conditioning and how social conditioning is being used to facilitate behavioral change at the global scale, uh, conditioning people to to accept and participate in completely unnatural behavior. And in this vein, their, their little uh, cutesy little video there, it's brilliant. Why not glom on to the Santa fantasy with a few more whimsical, fictitious, and farcical lies? Hey, kids, Santa says that wearing worthless masks and getting endless boosters will keep you safe forever. You don't want to be naughty now, do you? You better mask up, you better vax up, or else Santa's not going to put you on the nice list. What? An effing head trip. These people are sick. I I just, you know, I don't know what to make of it. But on a much brighter note, I will say this. uh, Rand Paul has released his own version of Twas the Night Before Christmas, and it's destined to be an instant hit. Just going to read a little bit of it here for you. It's a pretty long one, but... "'Twas the week before Christmas and through the Senate and House. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The earmarks were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The senators were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of pork danced in their heads. No budget was found, just mischief and debt." While the taxpayers hung their poor heads and wept. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, senators sprang from their oxygen. What was the matter? Away to the window they flew like a flash. They tore open the shutters when they heard there's no cash. And it goes on, Santa's last words as he lifts the sleigh. If people lack money, just print it, print away. And I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight, happy bankruptcy to all and to all a good night. <laughs> now, that is a brilliant creative piece there. Friends, the uh, the full four minute and eight second video of Rand Paul uh, can be found with a the link there in the article today. But OK, you know, it's Christmas time. I, it, You know, tomorrow's Christmas Eve, it's Christmas weekend, it's the most wonderful time of the year, unless, of course, you are stuck in an airport with canceled flight, freezing because of a power outage, or hungry because you can't afford groceries or too poor to buy gas to get to the store, or stranded because your Tesla doesn't like the cold. You know, let's just face it, friends, for many people, this is a very hard time of year. And that is an honest and sincere statement. That's true. I was just having a conversation with a lady here recently, and she may be listening. And she lost her father during this time of year, so it can be a very hard time of year for for many people. So just keep that in mind. A little extra grace, a little extra compassion and kindness this Christmas season. But remember, you know, despite all the hell and chaos going on in the world, life is still good. You know, people are officially being arrested for thinking wrong thoughts, but life is still. Good. The WHO has announced that vaccine skeptics are a major killing force, but life is still good. Dr. Fauci isn't really going to retire because now we are in an anti-science era, says he, but life is still good. Federal officials have now declared that gas stoves, gas stoves are now health hazards and they claim they may be banned in 2023, but Life is still good. The Europeans are shivering because they can't adjust their state-regulated thermostats, but life is still good. Next year, the energy crisis and rationing is set to get even worse, but life is still good. We've now learned that the Republican will be exposed as controlled opposition that is collaborating with the Democrats, but life is still good. GOP leadership is muzzling conservative representatives, and the party is now fracturing, but Life is still good. More irrefutable evidence of election interference and fraud are casually being dismissed by the courts, but life is still good. My friends, there are American patriots rotting in prison as political prisoners while the J6 committee recommends a whole of government approach to snuff out the threat posed by all extremist groups. But life is still good. And here's what I mean, friends where the focus goes. The energy flows. Our thoughts lead to feelings. Yes, there is an endless drip of disturbing news, and outright evil that filters into our daily lives. But that does not mean that there are not many wonderful, positive things happening all around the world at the exact same time. So, you know, think about it. Life is still good. Every day that we are alive, life is still good. Every time we take a deep breath and pause to feel our heartbeat, we are reminded that life is still good. Take a deep breath and pause to reflect and appreciate the fact that you are alive. And as long as you are alive, life is still good. Think about it, friends. Life is fundamentally good. When we strip away all the complexities and, we, and all we really have to do, We have to eat, sleep, and procreate. That's all we got to do to survive. You know, last I checked, these are all pleasurable experiences, are they not? And that means that we are, in fact, hardwired to enjoy life because life is fundamentally good. Now, that's not to say it's not hard. It's not to say there's not storms or chaos or wars or atrocities or evil, but life is still good. Even if you're on the naughty list Life is still good, even in the midst of chaos, even when the commies are taking over the world, life is still good. And I just want to focus on that today because it's, it's, uh, it's, it's necessary. It's the anecdote to perpetual stress and worry and, stra- blah, blah, you know, we got to do um, a mental reset sometimes and come back to this reality that life is still good. It's a phrase. This mental reset is a phrase. It's a phrase I use uh, when I coached high school football. i shouted shout it out to the football players uh, when a play didn't go their way. Maybe they drop the ball, fumble, they get knocked on their ass, whatever, you know, mental reset, mental reset. You know, you win some, you lose some, but you never stop fighting. If you drop the ball or get knocked on your can, mental reset every play. Is the first play. Every play is the last play. Every play is the only play because right now is the only chance we have to move the ball. And like I told the boys, as it is on the field, so it is in life. Life is a game. It's a little bit more serious than a football game, but, you know, liberty loving Americans have more or less been getting, you know, we've been getting absolutely stomped for quite some time now. You know, we're playing against a bigger, badder, stronger, faster, a better funded, better organized, better trained opponent. And many of us were just beginning to realize that. I know I am speaking for myself. You know, in reality, most of us are just waking up to how corrupt the political game is and how this corrupt political game is being played, how they're making the rules and changing the rules. You know, most of us didn't realize that we're playing against an all-star team of global tyrants. You know, we've assumed goodwill for far too long. We've assumed that our elected representatives were representing the will of the, we, the people, or that our, our politicians and the highest positions in the land were, were doing their part to, to take care of, uh, to look after life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for future generations. But they're not. We assumed goodwill, but that's not that, the reality of it. You know, now, maybe realizing a little bit late in the game, just how dishonest and deceitful they are, how they've been lying and cheating and buying off the refs for decades, you know, buying off the judges or whatever the case may be. Rules? you know rules for thee but not for me i uh, put a little uh, little picture there in the report today and it's that smug Face of Hillary Clinton there, and she's got the hat. It says "But her emails," and I just I ooh ooh talk about uh, despicable! It's almost a gut wrenching disgust when I look at that woman and realize that she's walking around free, prancing around in her progressive circles like some sort of celebrity when she should be locked up for felonious crimes against the American people. And of course, right next to her in the picture there is Donald Trump. And is it not true that many people? Feel the same way about Donald Trump right so you you see this this uh, I don't know uh, uh, the opposition right're we're, we're, we're entrenched in our camps you know where we're ooh I don't like her ooh I really see when I see Donald Trump whatever the case may be wherever somebody's at you know this is it we're like we're in this battle and mental reset okay the global cabal isn't playing ball here. They're playing for keeps. And as long as they have us divided against each other and fighting against each other, they're, you know, they're getting away scot-free essentially. They're, they're skipping uh, merrily into future earth. And they, they intend to keep the power and authority that they have so sanctimoniously assumed for themselves. They intend to keep disrupting our lives in an iterative fashion, to keep fleecing the sheep and conditioning the masses to accept their tyranny. They intend to keep pushing the Great Reset, to keep advancing their Marxist agenda, and to keep working tirelessly toward enslaving humanity in the inescapable total global socialist surveillance state. But, my friends, life is still good. They intend to discourage, to demean, to disparage, and deprive us of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But life is still good. They cannot break our spirit. They cannot take our pride. They cannot silence freedom. They cannot, though they've tried. We are Americans, my friends. We are not sheep. We are mighty rebels. We are not weak. They may beat us, but they will never break us. They may win the battle, but we're going to win the war in the long run humanity wins, not the tyrants. That is the reality of the situation, but we have to have the long-term approach. And whenever we feel discouraged and like, oh my gosh, I can't believe all this crap's happening. They're just getting away with it. uh, You know, mental reset. Life is still good. I want to finish here uh, with a story and you've chances are you've heard the story before of the World War I Christmas truce, uh, Christmas truce of 1914. It's the story where the, the German and the British soldiers, you know, started singing together. And I want to share a portion of the story as it was recorded here. Uh, the link there is to history.com. Just a little excerpt here and talk about it a bit, because I feel like it's very telling uh, to where we're at right now. Quote, and I'll just start reading here. When the war had begun six months earlier, most soldiers figured it would be over quickly and they'd be home with their families in time for the holidays. Not only would the war drag on for four more years, but it would prove to be the bloodiest conflict ever up to that time. By the time winter approached in 1914 and the chill set in, the Western Front stretched hundreds of miles. Countless soldiers were living in misery in the trenches on the fronts while tens of thousands had already died. Then Christmas came. Pause. You know, friends, there's there's all this talk about civil war. And, you know, we're in a political war. We're in a psychological war. But, when, you know, people get fired up. Like, oh, rah, 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 rah. you know, listen, you know, and I, I said it in a podcast months ago now, you know, but try to imagine the wafting stench of death drifting across your back porch. We don't want war. We don't want to be in the trenches. We don't, that's not the best path forward, obviously, you know, Um, but it does seem like Bill Gates saying, Hey, we, you know, there's going to be a hung election. We're going to have a civil war. It does seem like they're fanning the flames. They're trying to get people divided to fight against each other. That's, you know, they really, and while we are divided and fighting against each other, that's how they can conquer us all. That's what I'm getting at here. So, you know, while most of us have heard the tale of the British and the German troops singing together, you know, they came out of the trenches kind of warily, didn't want to get shot, but they started exchanging whiskey and cigarettes and, and they started playing soccer out there on the bloodstained soil between their trenches. Friends, it's a tale of shared humanity. It's a tale of laughter and joy and, and how even in the harshest of conditions, you know, life is still good. The lo- the leaders, the military leaders, they were not pleased with these troops, but the troops did not care. They had been freezing and starving and fighting to the death for months, but life was still good. And one British soldier recalled, he said, here we were laughing and chatting to men whom only a few hours before we were trying to kill. Even in the middle of war, these soldiers could still sing and celebrate their shared humanity. And as history would have it, Uh, Going on from the article here, for the rest of World War I, a conflict that would ultimately claim roughly 15 million lives, no Christmas truces appeared to have occurred. It was this one-time thing. But in 1914, these curious holiday get-togethers reminded all of us that those wars that were being fought were not being fought by forces. They were being fought by human beings. Think about it. You know, the, 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 the global cabal, the invisible hand orchestrating the chaos, turning people against each other, getting us so divided and so full of hate and vitriol and, and just vicious, rawr, rawr, you know, at, at each other's throat, ideological gridlock, all of that perpetual conflict. It's all part of the plan, because while we're busy doing that or being distracted by a once in a generation storm or whatever, you know, dog and pony smoking mirrors they got going out there to keep the people distracted they're advancing the agenda to ultimately enslave us all. And that is the bigger issue. And when we boil it all down, we're on the same side as human beings. It's the, it's the, it's the many against the few, those very few, that very small group of sociopaths that well-funded cabal, not my words, their words, you know, that's the, you know, the well-funded cabal that's trying to enslave us all. That's the enemy of humanity. But we as human beings, not just good old fashioned, red blooded, patriotic Americans, uh, my fellow liberty loving Americans from sea to shining sea and all that, but it's all around the globe. The human spirit yearns to be free. And if we don't make a stand now to stand up, Speak out, push back, fight for the right to be free and to express ourselves and to breathe freely and to, to go and do the things that we want to go and do as free human beings. If we don't make that stand now, they will have convinced the masses to be enslaved in their own minds, enslaved in the, in the house of mirrors, the mental illusions, the delusion that they could exchange their safety, uh, their, their, I'm sorry, exchange their freedom and their self-sovereignty for the sake of safety. But even in the midst of all of this, life is still good. And yes, my friends, we are in an epic battle. You know, said one soldier to the other. Today we have peace, but tomorrow you fight for your country and I will fight to mine. We'll fight to the death, but good luck. Good luck, you know, friends, as you gather with your family and your friends this Christmas, remember the story of the Christmas truth, share it, share the story of our shared humanity. The war for the hearts and souls of humanity is far from over, but life is still Good. It's not too late to learn from history before the worst of history happens again. That's it. You know, World War I, what happened? World War II, we've got massive genocide. So you, you think about all of this stuff and the cycles and the patterns that are upon us and it's there, friends. Ah, but life is still good. <laughs> and that is the message of my heart for today, friends. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Peace and blessings to you and yours. Thank you for joining me here in this listening audience. As always, if you are enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart. Click the heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. Don't forget, you can join the Patriot Club for as little as $7 a month to help support this publication. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with a friend, share it with your family, share it with someone, share it with everyone you know. My friends, get out there. and embrace this fine, fabulous, fantastic Friday. Have a wonderful holiday weekend. Enjoy the Christmas festivities. However you celebrate, stay safe, have fun, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.